It's signing day eve, so let's make some predictions about how Alabama finishes this class. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Uh, this is, Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Also, sincerest apologies for yesterday's video. Uh, the internet at my office was spotty at best. I didn't realize how bad the video was because, as you all know, I don't edit. And I just put it out there, and it cut off early. So there was like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And I apologize. I just ended up taking it off of YouTube because it was uh, subpar, even by our standards. So um, I went ahead and took it off. But you can still you can listen to the full thing on the on the audio podcast anywhere you get your podcast. But uh, so we're back. And Jimmy, it is signing day eve. Uh, right now we're cutting this on Monday night. I'm going to put it up early Tuesday morning. And some one domino just seemed to fall where Jordan Baugh has decommitted from Arkansas, like within the last five minutes. So I would say that's a probably a pretty good sign for Alabama, assuming you want him in this class. And frankly, I do. I think he's a great player. Uh, I like Jaden Baugh a ton. It's going to be between Alabama and Florida here. I mean, I think those are the two, uh, two real finalists. Uh, he lost a lot of interest in Arkansas with their uh, chaos they have. And uh, Florida and Alabama have pushed for him. Uh, I think this is a guy Alabama would like to have. What I like about Jaden Ball, especially at the running back position, is he would add some uh, needed size to that room. That that room, we, we just got about, you know, everyone in the room is like right about 205, 210 pounds. I think Jaden Ball is going to be more like 220, 225 by the time he's uh, really immersed in Alabama's strength conditioning program. Uh, but for a bigger guy, he's got some really impressive burst and long speed. He will make the big play. Uh, and, and frankly, you know, uh, we've recruited a bigger back named Daniel Hill from Meridian, Mississippi for a long time. Jaden Ball's got more get up and, and burst to him. I mean, I, I think Ball's got more burst and more long speed than Daniel Hill. Uh, I'd be excited to land him, uh, but I also think Alabama has an excellent shot at the local product, Kevin Riley. They would take okay. both, by the way. Yeah, and they would I, take and both. That- that's the the next question. Do you think we take both? And and yep. yeah, I think we would, and you do too. Um, mm-hmm. Now, here's the question: Do you predict both in this class? I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Alabama gets one. If we're making an official prediction, I'm gonna go Kevin Riley and Ball selects Florida. Uh, wow. but, but again, Alabama's trying to get both. Uh, I, I think Alabama would like to have both. Uh, I think Florida might have had a little head start with Ball to some extent, and Alabama didn't really push Kevin Riley big time uh, till the end. Um, but uh, I, I think Riley, I'm going to predict as an official prediction that Alabama gets one, and I lean toward being Riley. Would I be surprised if Alabama added Ball and not Riley? Not really, uh, because I think with Kevin Ball, it's close. Basically, put it this way. I think the odds of Kevin Riley signing with Alabama are about 60-40. 60-40 Alabama. Ball, I'm going to put it 60-40 Florida. But, gosh, that's that could go either way, right? Let me add this, too. Um, just coincidentally, and it, it just dawned on me, um, I'm scrolling through Twitter, X, whatever. I hate it that we have to do that. Can I just say Twitter? 
I'm going to say Twitter until okay. I get some sort of a okay. cease and desist letter. So, and you never know, you may get one. Uh, but yeah. I'm scrolling through there and I just saw, uh, you know, a lot of coaches have their own little unique way of saying they got a commitment. Uh, uh, Pete Golding uh, used to be an elephant. Now it's a dolphin or something. It's you know, a what? shark. It's a shark, but that, that's a dolphin. I keep that, wanting that, to that's... make fun of it. I keep wanting to make fun. I mean, it's supposed to be a shark. That looks like a dolphin to me. I kept wondering. I, I wondered if it was supposed to be a shark, and I tried to look at it even closer. I was like, "That's so a dolphin. Why is it? What does that have to do with anything?" Yeah, I but grew I up like, on the coast. I grew up mascots again. I grew um, up on the coast, on the bay, uh, at the Gulf, and and when yeah. I'm ever with someone that's that's not from there, I wonder how many times in my life I've heard, "Look, a shark," and I have to say, "That's a dolphin." Well, and that's. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying right now as it relates to Pete Golding on Twitter. That's a dolphin. Well, may, I, at first when I when he was doing it, I was thinking it was because like maybe he flipped somebody and like a dolphin might jump up and flip or something. I didn't, and it doesn't matter. Um, my point is uh, uh, Sunbelt Billy, as they call him so affectionately down in Gainesville, uh, the Florida head coach, he tweeted out just an emoji with sunglasses on, which is his bat signal for uh, we got a commitment. And he did that like 15 minutes before Ball puts out his statement that he's decommitting. So now that you've said this, because yeah. frankly, when soon as Ball decommitted, I assumed he's probably because he just came from an Alabama visit, he I did. Alabama. But uh, and and it's kind of odd uh, because I was talking to somebody earlier, and uh, they they have some connections. They were like, we you know we're hoping to get a running back, but it's not a necess necessity this year. And um, I brought up Jaden Ball, and they sort of, you know, like pushed it off a little bit. So I'm like you now. I'm beginning to think he goes to Florida. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I can predict Kevin Riley to Alabama. I think it's 50-50, but it's a prediction. So, so yeah, I'll say Kevin Riley to Alabama. Yeah, uh, and again, uh, I, if I had a higher degree of confidence, I would say so. But, but that is my guess. Riley to Alabama, Ball to Florida. It could, could easily be Riley to Miami and Ball to Alabama. Could be. Ball to Florida, Raleigh to Miami, and Alabama ends up with no backs, which is not as terrible a situation as that would have been about five years ago. Now with the yeah. transfer portal, doesn't really mean a ton. Uh, to say nothing of the fact that Alabama's two older running backs, Jace McClellan and Rordell Williams, both have the eligibility to return and could be co coaxed into doing so potentially if that uh, so so Alabama has options. But that said, hey, this is like a day before signing day prediction show. Uh, my, my, my prediction is going to be Kevin Riley to Alabama and Baugh to Florida. Um, so let's just bring this up. Um, mm -hmm. we got to talk about Perry Thompson because oh, yeah. it seemed like Alabama was at least flirting with him again. I think you and I both believe he does stick with his Auburn commitment. Um, I, I think we can also say, okay, that's – that's fine. Um, I, I think that this is this works out for the best. I like Perry Thompson a lot. I like him as a player a lot. Um, but I just feel like this is probably the best move for everybody. And I think Auburn's getting a heck of a player. He is a fantastic wide receiver. And um, so kudos to them. And again, I don't feel I'm not as upset as I would be if Ryan Williams was flipping. By the way, I still predict right. Ryan Williams in this class. Yeah, I have Ron Williams to Alabama. Uh, maybe he signs uh, uh, Wednesday tomorrow. Maybe he does. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I'll. I'll be a little surprised if he does, but not like totally surprised. I'll be a little surprised. But regardless, I do think Ron Williams ends up in the Alabama class, and Perry Thompson to Auburn. Agree with Luke totally there. Perry's a good player. 
I think Alabama offered him first, and, and he jumped on that. And I think his family, uh, we, we've said on BOL, we got some good sources there and some posters who know the situation there a little bit. I mean, I, I'm piecing it together. I think Perry had some family that would have liked to have seen him at Alabama, but he chose Auburn, and uh, and that's fine. That's fine. Alabama's receiver class with Rico – uh, with Rico Scott, Amari Jefferson, and Ryan Williams is uh, really good. So, uh, hey, that's fine. And so you are predicting Ryan Williams to stick, just for the record. I, I am going to uh, predict Ryan Williams to stick with a uh, – how about this? A uh, uh, Let's go something like a uh, 20% chance he signs Wednesday and uh, 80% chance he signs in February. Okay. I, I, look – the Wednesday thing would certainly uh, be incredible. So I, I think, and I'll tell you something, there is a, um, one of the rivals writers. I mean, I know he's a competitor yeah. of yours, Adam Gorney. I, I haven't heard yeah. of him much, but the national recruiting director for rivals and Yahoo sports, he actually tweeted out if what I'm hearing pans out, Alabama is going to have themselves a day on Wednesday. So, you know, that could mean a gazillion things, but um, if what I, I lean towards is Alabama could get Kevin Riley, Alabama could also go ahead and sign uh, Ryan Williams, and uh, we'll talk about Edric Houston a little bit when we come back from this next break. Right now, though, I need to tell everybody about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, baby, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your parts are guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber you're not burning cash like some dolt with all the parts you need and the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that big old win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusion supply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I got to keep remembering to do that little thing. So. Hey, I like that. <clears throat> Whatever. Good um, thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Edric Houston. Now, mm-hmm. um, he leaves Alabama's visit, doesn't flip, doesn't do anything like that. But it seems like there have been some updates from Andrew Bone right there at own three that uh, Alabama's right in the middle of this thing. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's still up in the air. It, nobody's been told they're, they're definitely going to get him. Nobody's been told they're definitely out of it. So it feels like, uh, as Andrew Bone made mention to, that Clemson is out. It's down to Bama and Ohio State. I like our chances. Um, right now, I'm leaning towards Hedrick Houston being in this class, Jimmy. That's really exciting. I, I want to say that. I want to say it, uh, you know, because uh, I, I don't want to jinx it, but I want to say it 
I think a couple of things in Alabama's favor here at the end. Number one is closer to home. I think as reality hits, you know, it's, it's one thing to say I'm going to Ohio State. It's another thing to start packing the car. <laughs> it's yeah. another thing to accept the reality of the drive, uh, the, the reality of how hard it's going to be for my folks to come see me play all the time. Uh, this, they're going to have to be doing this seven and eight, maybe nine times every fall to say nothing of just coming to visit me. Um, I, I think so. So Alabama being closer to home. And secondly, the number of Buford players that are not only at Alabama, but the number of Buford players at Alabama having success. Uh, you know, a, a, a lot of Atlanta area players, not just Buford, but kids that he knows. Uh, and then there's the rumor that uh, Larry Johnson, the outstanding defensive line coach at Ohio State, who has a national reputation and one of the reasons Ohio State recruits extremely well at that position. He may be retiring, and uh, and, wow. and then you have an unknown there. So you add all that up, I think Edric Houston is having significant, serious consideration about flipping. Uh, I, I applaud Luke for, for going ahead and putting that out there. Um, I'm just not quite ready, uh, but by the time this airs, I might be. But as of this exact moment, uh, I'm not saying he's not. I, I Boy, I think this one's like really up in the air. Uh, you know, I, I was given percentages with the other guys. I'm going to go 50-50 here, which I know sounds like a cop-out. That's exactly how I feel. Uh, I think this could go either way right now between well, Alabama and Ohio State with Clemson out. Well, this is a prediction show. Okay. So I think 50 – like I I tried to cop out on 50-50 earlier and I wouldn't allow myself. I'm not going to allow you to do it either. Pick a, pick a side. Uh, okay, I'll say Alabama. Wow. Okay. I'm glad that we were – welcome to our team. Um, <laughs> I think this is uh, this is awesome. Uh, I, would I like, like being you. right. I know I get I get some grief here and there on BOL and in the comments, but uh, you know when it's when when I make a prediction that that people don't want to. But I mean, I I look at it like, hey, it's my job to be right. I can just come here and predict Malachi Nelson's going to transfer to Alabama, and everybody goes, yay! But you know that's not true. It's not going to happen. I also think uh, two other guys, Jay Sean Ross, will be in this yep. class, and I also yep. believe Steve, 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 Steve Mbubabua. I can't yeah. I have no idea how to say it. I haven't heard anybody say it, and I'm going based off what I can read, and I'm not a good reader. So I'm, we're, you and I are calling him Steve from now on, Steve. just Steve from Canada. Steve. And um, so anyway, uh, Alabama has already gotten a crystal ball from uh, on three on Steve. Uh, coming to Tuscaloosa. So that would be fantastic. I like him a lot. You know, I look at, I keep looking at these rankings. I know uh, on three updated their rankings here uh, today or yesterday, I think today updated the industry rankings. There's two rankings and on three there's on threes rankings. And then there's the industry rankings, which is the, uh, you know, that when, when you combine all of the rankings from all four services and we call that the industry ranking. That's been updated because I believe 24-7 updated their rankings uh, yeah, that's in the last correct. day or two. And um, on three industry five stars. Now, I guess these are your five stars. Is that no, right? Industry five stars would be the top 32 players in the industry rankings. So all of them. All yeah, the top thirty-two I think is what what they go by thirty or thirty-two. Okay, well this it, it kind of does it it irritates me because they actually have three wide receivers ahead of Ryan Williams, and I understand he's young, I understand all that. I, I take it as a personal insult that they have <laughs> they think their three wide receivers better than this guy. I mean he, he's ridiculous, but regardless, um, 
one guy, and I know he's a four star with on three, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, and maybe it's tough to rank somebody like Steve because he's he's in yeah. Canada. He's, That's right. You, you don't really know where to go. It's sort of like the uh, the kid from Germany we got. And boy, right. how international are we going this year? So it, it's it's difficult to know. But I mean, regardless, I like. I'm glad. I think we get both these guys, don't you? Uh, Steve. Jay Sean Ross and uh, Favor Edwin, the offensive tackle from Atlanta. Uh, I have a high degree of confidence. Uh, Andrew Bone, Tim Watts, Joseph Hastings, uh, all on board with uh, with getting all those guys, well, those three guys. So of course I feel really good about uh, those three. And uh, look, none of those three are super highly rated, but they're guys that Alabama wants in this class, and, and I think people have to get out of their heads this idea that there's backup plans and well it didn't work out so we took this guy look the transfer portal exists now the portal exists you don't have to take anyone to fill out a roster you have a world of options uh alabama wants these three guys and feel that all three uh could develop into significant players um it is hard to rank like luke said uh it's hard to rank guys who you don't have film against playing against other good prospects. Uh, you know, it, 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 there's so many unknowns. So no one should be upset about where Steve ranks, where Justin uh, from, uh, from Germany ranks. Um, and even uh favor Edwin from Atlanta. Uh, yeah. He did play his senior year and you, you should go watch that film and see some significant upside there. Dude's played football one year in his life. He's from uh, Kenya, I believe. Wow. Um, Interesting. And, and again, as somebody that I really like to have in this class. So to wrap up, we think Alabama gets everybody that they already have committed. Plus they will include Ryan Williams on this, even though, because some people think mm-hmm. he's up in there. We'll include Kevin Riley. We think he flips from mm-hmm. Miami. We're going to include with uh, uh, several asterisks uh, that we get Edric Houston. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm predicting it. I'm not super confident in it. Jimmy's the same way. Steve and uh, then also Jay Sean Ross and uh, Ed, uh, Favor Ed. Edwin or Edwin Favor. I, I it's Favor it Edwin. It's Favor Edwin, and I've got to say it over and over again because I know that yeah. I will get that wrong and call him Edwin Favor uh, his whole career if I don't if I get that. I will wrong, be so. reading it, reading it in front of me, and I'll say it backwards. Who was right. the um, oh Jennings Hester? Remember him? And and <laughs> like I was calling him Hennings Hester yeah. and Jester Hennings and. Uh, uh, we we now I don't even remember the correct one because we uh, butchered it so many times. So I don't really remember the correct one. But uh, yeah, Favor Edwin, that's that's the kid's name. He grew up, I believe, in Kenya. I, I know somewhere on the continent of Africa, but I think it's Kenya. He grew up in, in, and played football when he got here. But hey, it's all about the clay. Look at this kid's clay, 6'8", yeah. long arms. He weighs 290 and he looks thin. I mean, uh this guy could be a total monster. He's got great feet because he grew up playing you know, soccer. Does he remind you of Cyrus Quandro at all? Ah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, I mean in terms for a of, lot of reasons. Yeah, I mean, I like it because, I mean, with his – he has an amazing combo of with tackles, it all starts with this, length and feet. I mean, that's where it's got to start, right? I mean, are you really long and with long arms because that's what you need to pass block at this level? And do you have quick – feet and it's it's hard to find 300 pound guys with quick feet and have long arms and this guy checks every one of those boxes now yeah we got to teach him how to play he's got to play against good competition 
And, and, and here's another thing. Boy, this could set up a whole 30-minute rant. I hate the people that criticize uh, because we take a project. They're all projects. The only ones that aren't projects are Caleb Downs. And Ryan they Williams. All, and Ryan Williams. <laughs> they all have to get bigger, stronger, and learn how to play at this level of football. Almost all of them. But, boy, you get some reaction when you see. Here, here's another project. DJ Fluker. How'd that work out? You know, uh, look, there, there's some kids just take longer uh, and you know that going in, but you still take them because the upside is so high about look how good this kid could be. Uh, we want to invest. It's like a stock. You know, we want to invest in this guy. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of portal guys and just some portal news and then anything, any highlights from Nick Saban's press conference. Wait a minute. I don't think I was supposed to do that. Oh, well, I like it. Matter. I've already done it. Um, I, like it. <laughs> I mean, should I do the closed one now? Just, <laughs> just did the closed one because I, I don't know if I'm supposed to do it or not. I, I like if we, look, the, the thing with being with Locked On, and I love Locked On, I do appreciate um, I, I do appreciate it a ton. And, and I lo love all the employees, Zach and Blackerby and everybody that's associated with us. But they, what they can't understand is Jimmy and I hadn't caught up to the very first email about this is how you put a podcast together. And now we've working on that. A gazillion <laughs> emails since then, and they just get. I mean, like I'm just getting used to doing some of this stuff, and they're like, "Okay, now we also need you to do this fast open and fast close thing." I'm like, "Cause see, Jimmy, I know you. You're not going to do it. You can't. I, I, I don't even like. I give up on that." And like, I'm not smart enough to do this. But anyway, and by the way, everybody, again, for the hundredth time, I'm so sorry that the video quality was so bad yesterday. Y'all, please stick with us. I know it was, I was embarrassed by it. I don't get embarrassed very easily, and I was super embarrassed by that. But um, so, Jimmy, transfer portal stuff. Yes. Number one, and I, sh I should Google this because I could find it out. Is Evan Stewart even in the portal for me? No, he never okay. entered the portal. Well, what's weird, he just – he uh, tweeted something. He just said checkmate. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Nobody knows what it means. But a lot of people started posting, yeah, we want you here. We want you here. Now, they may do that after every Evan Stewart post. As you know, to me, that's probably my most coveted guy in the portal, if he were in the portal, because I love Evan portal. Stewart. I think he's amazing. Right. Now, yes. LT Overton is also in the portal. He visited Alabama. Do you like Alabama's chances there? Uh, that's a maybe. I think of all the guys in the portal right now, I think that one would be the most likely Alabama guy. But, uh, you know, we got some schematic issues with him about his size. Out of high school, we thought we like this guy, but we like him as a defensive lineman. Texas A&M plays a different scheme, and they saw him as a defensive end, and they literally asked him to lose weight. So he worked on losing weight. We want him as a defensive lineman that's like Justin Aboigby, who's 292, Tim Smith, who's 305. Well, LT Overton shows up at Alabama under 260, you know, and he's he's not a guy that you're going to take at Alabama. If you're 260, you can maybe get away with playing Jack, you know, the outside linebacker spot. But are we going to take a kid from the portal who's a well, maybe he can get away with playing the spot? No, no. You take the home run. Right. So I think we're interested in adding Overton, but it's got to be with a commitment from him that that he wants to play at 290, you know, in college, and that's what's best for him. So you got to kind of wade through all that, I think. And 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 because of that schematic issue, 
I, I think most likely ends up somewhere else, frankly. But I do think it's possible that he could choose Alabama. And I do think if he gained the weight, he would be a uh, fantastic prospect uh, lining up inside, which is why he was a five-star in the first place out of high school two years ago. God, I hate that answer. I yeah. really was hoping we'd get this guy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I think- A&M has all these juicy plums out there ripe for the picking, and it feels like we are we might not get any of them. That's well, weird, some right? of the problem, as we've laid out on BOL, some of the problem with the portal, hey, look, this is a general rule. It's a general rule. There will be exceptions, so people have to understand that. But a general rule is if a high-profile player enters the portal, and you've heard of him, you know, like, oh, I know that guy. He's great. He's going to be pricey. And generally, Alabama is not going to be super interested in the the Shohei Otanis of the transfer portal. I mean, that's just the best way to put it. And uh, a lot of these guys literally are in the portal for that reason. That's not going to be an Alabama thing. If you're frustrated with it or a fan that's frustrated with it, then I think you're just going to be frustrated as long as Nick Saban's here. But you also have to recognize that Nick Saban's built, built the greatest rosters in the history of the sport, and it's continuing. So it's not hurting Alabama uh, because Alabama's roster remains as good as anybody's. Uh, but Alabama's just not going to put it this way. If, if, if Alabama was a Major League Baseball team, they would not have been involved in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. But they're probably, the, the you know, the Rangers or the Braves or somebody that's going to win the World Series anyway. Jimmy, was there anything um, that Nick Saban said in his press conference today that stood out to you that, that that made you think, oh, that's certainly something worth keeping up with? Uh, what immediately comes to mind is an update on Jace McClellan and his health and, and McClellan's coming along. And I think it'll be interesting to see if Jace is 100 percent and the starting running back by the time we play Michigan. Uh, didn't see Jace at all in the last game. Uh, and against Auburn, I thought watching him play, he seemed limited to me. Uh, he's been banged up. So what happens when you're the starting running back in this league and get as many carries at one point late in the year, Jace was, I think, third in the SEC in carries. You're going to get all sorts of banged up when that happens. So I don't think he's injured to the point that he needs surgery and has no chance to play in the playoffs. Not that at all. It's just can he heal up from these injuries in time uh, to be 100%. The good news is Roy Dell and Jam Miller were so good against Georgia and you know you got Justice Haynes in the wings. I don't think Jace's uh, presence is vital to Alabama's chances to win the game, but it would help. And a 100% healthy Jace McClellan is Alabama's best uh, best running back, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, now I'll say this: I'm wondering if I if if it would. I think we can beat Michigan without Jace, though. I think we can. I, okay. I think we're going to need Jace for um, for whoever we play next. Is that Jace fair? is uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Jace is. I think he's our best running when one hundred percent healthy. He's our best running back, but not by such a, a a margin that it affects. You know, obviously Alabama wants to do a little bit by committee, and, and I think when you got Roy Dell, when you got Jam Miller, when you got even a Justice Haynes to use. Uh, I, I wouldn't consider Jace vital to Alabama winning, but is Alabama a better team uh, with a 100% healthy Jace? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any doubt about that. Listen, um, 
I got, I got to post something here and I, I'm going to, I'm, I mean, give me a second. I've been trying to work on this while you were uh, talking. So it wasn't like I wasn't paying attention, but there will be some people that really, really get this story that I'm about to tell you. And I know some people hate Luke Robinson's story time, but I won't give you the dang thing. Um, shoot. And I can't get it to, uh, says this, t- this is taking too long. I'm trying to make it where it'll, where it'll download. But do you remember a few years ago, Jimmy? Um, Oh, I know what I can do. Do you remember a few years ago when uh, Nick Saban was embroiled in a little bit of controversy because he, he was uh, shown endorsing a mayoral candidate from Bessemer? And it was very odd. It happened to be a friend of mine that was the uh, the campaign manager. I will not go into names, but it's funny because. All right. So WBR6 just put out this picture saying happy anniversary to Nick and Terry Saban. I don't think it's a coincidence they used this picture because number one, this picture is pretty old, like from 2009, 2010, maybe 2011, somewhere in there. I know this because my buddy was a mayor, mayoral campaign person for this lady. Now, what's interesting, if you notice, if I put this picture up that you're seeing, that picture looks a lot like this picture. And wow. the reason it does is because my friend photoshopped the mayor over Terry Saban. Do you That's not a no-no. That? Huh? Uh, I mean, vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. But, I don't keep I don't keep up with Bessemer politics. <laughs> but it wasn't just Bessemer politics. This was on ESPN. This was such that a big deal. And I remember I was, it so I was vividly. reading about recruiting. I remember it so vividly and it was, it was like, Oh wow, that's nuts. And I'm sure that was a big, big problem. She she did finish like, cause what was funny, my understanding is Saban got some phone calls like, Hey, why are you endorsing? I can't remember her name. And he was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. And (laughs) I think she went from finishing. I will say this, the power of Saban, she went from, there were like six candidates she went from like sixth to fourth or third or something crazy. Like everybody knew it was a hoax. And they're still like, yeah, but Nick Saban might like her. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for her. It was kind of nuts. Um, anyway, I just, the only reason I, I, that story to me, and there's much more to it, but I don't want to go into it. It's a hilarious story, but I don't want to go into it because I'm not giving anything away. But that, that y'all look up Nick Saban mayoral hoax. And if you don't know the story, you will fall out on the floor. It's fantastic. I just hope we're looking at a picture of Nick Saban with uh, Edric Houston soon. <laughs> we, might nice. have to, we might have to Photoshop might have to, it. Might have to Photoshop it, but well, that would, would make our prediction make our prediction look better. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. And I do know I have a big typo in the thing or whatever uh, over here on today's show. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.